Good morning, everyone. This is Leanne Robinette with your monthly Giving Back to Gwinnett radio talk show. So today we've got some really great guests to talk to. Uh, but before we start, we want to recognize Bruno with Minuteman Press of Duluth, our sponsor, and where they focus on promoting you. So please give them a call if you have any printing or promotional needs. So today we are going to talk with Chuck with Family Promise based in Lawrenceville, Sam with Fur Kids, and Holly with Gwinnett Ballet, all nonprofit organizations that serve the Gwinnett area. And we're so excited that they're here. Thank you guys for coming out. And um, But before we do get started, I wanted to make one announcement. Last month, we interviewed McLean Hermes with Souls for the Shoes. And we also spoke how she is a 15-year-old. She is blind, and she participates in the Paralympics. And as of Sunday, she was selected to go to Reno for the uh, Olympics. So she will be heading down there. So thank you for your prayers. Keep her uh, in your thoughts as we uh, go through the Olympics. So um, just wanted to let you guys know that. So thank you so much. And i tell you what, let's start with... Um, Chuck here with Family Promise. And um, so, Chuck, tell us, what does or what do you do at Family Promise? What is that organization all about? We are an interfaith uh, organization. We uh, house our families in churches. Uh, we're 30 to 60 to 90 day program. So we take a family that has a child that's under 18. They could have children that are over 18, but they have to have a child under 18. And we work with them uh, with case management. We help them uh, with crisis management, uh, parenting classes. Uh, we help them find a job, find housing. And then we have an aftercare program for up to two years that we can keep them within our our fold and help them become stable. That is so needed in this day and time. Um, and I'm so aware that there are a good many people that are homeless, which is really sad when we're about um, the area and we see individuals. Uh, tell me, what is the average age of the homeless person in Gwinnett County? Well, the average age uh, in, in America is nine years old. So in, in Gwinnett County, it's a very similar age. Homeless families is the largest segment of growing homelessness in our country. Uh, so at this point, we... Uh, we have served 18 families this year. We served 28 families last year. But to get to those 28 families, we interviewed 604 families uh, last year in Gwinnett County. Wow. What, uh, what's the number of homeless children in Gwinnett County? The last numbers we've gotten from the public schools is just about 2,000 children in the, in the county schools that are documented. That doesn't mean the ones that are not documented. Uh, Gwinnett County is a very big county as far as shelters as our uh, extended stay hotels. And so a lot of folks fall through the cracks in that way. Wow. So um, how many emergency shelters are there for the homeless in Gwinnett County? At this point, we have the only emergency shelter. We have the Salt Light Center. It's in one of our partner churches in Lawrenceville. We can house 11 women and women with children uh, on a short-term basis. Uh, the average is probably four or five nights. We have a lady or a family in there last night that was on their 15th night. 
they are coming into our program this weekend. So if we have an opening that we know is coming up, we can hold them for a little bit longer. Our biggest concern is probably 60 to 70% of the, the women that we serve are single women, anywhere from 23 to 67. Uh, and that's really difficult to find uh, services for them. Where does uh, Gwinnett County rank in Georgia's uh, homeless or unsheltered people? Well, actually, I'm glad you asked that because Gwinnett County follows only the city of Atlanta with a number of unsheltered folks. The city of Atlanta has 1,037 unsheltered folks. Gwinnett County has 527. It's the number one county in the state ahead of Gwinnett County, or I'm sorry, ahead of DeKalb County, Muskegee County, uh, and Chatham County. So people don't realize that we have that many homeless people uh, because we don't see them on the street corners. We see them in the hotels. Uh, we see them in the Walmart parking lot, in the Kroger parking lot. Uh, that's where a lot of them sleep at night in their car. Uh, that's our, our number two shelter. First is extended stay hotels, then it's a car. Then it's, there are several tent cities in Gwinnett County. So what are some of the contributing factors to homelessness in Gwinnett County? <clears throat> well, the biggest one is probably affordable housing. Uh, being one of the most affluent counties in the state, we have a very limited number of low-income housing. Affordable housing is very, very relative to how much you can afford. So it's when you're working at a McDonald's or any fast food that's 8 $9 an hour, it, it's difficult to, to raise a family. Uh, the poverty level is $16 an hour uh, nationally. So unless you're making $16, you are under the poverty line. Exactly. Yeah. And there's being that minimum wage is what, seven twenty five? Seven twenty five. And very few places start somebody at seven twenty five. We have a lot of families that are making eight and nine or ten dollars, but they're working two part time jobs. And so Exactly. They're yeah. Working seven days a week and it's really difficult to have a balance between work and family. You know, even myself as a single <clears throat> mother for years and I'm I've got a college degree, you know, and but I've always seemed like to be able to live adequately, I've always had two jobs. Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's full-time and part-time and all the other activities of raising a family. So, uh, And that's probably the other contributing uh, area is that there's a lot of single moms. Exactly. And so that's our probably 90% of the families we see are single moms. So, Chuck, how many families uh, are you currently serving? We have, we graduated a family last night. We'll graduate a family this weekend, and we'll bring in our 17th and 18th family this year. Wow. Okay. All right. And, and like you said earlier, just because they graduate out, is that graduating out of moving into their own place, or you no longer service them? Well, both of these families will be served by us in our aftercare program. One is through one of our partners. Well, both of them are through one of our partners, Salvation Army and Lawrenceville Housing Corporation. They have transitional housing. So they will take the families and we will be in touch with them for the next two years or up to the next two years. Okay. And we'll continue giving them financial help, uh, case management, crisis counseling, and so forth. Okay. So um, I know you guys work with individual churches. Uh, kind of tell about your Family Promise model. Well, we have been around for 26 years. Uh, we've been in Gwinnett County 
uh, 12 years. We were the fourth Family Promise in Georgia. I think there are now 16 in Georgia, uh, with Forsyth County opening up one in the next few months. Uh, we, uh, to keep our budget down, we partner with, with congregations, interfaith, uh, Christians, Jews, Muslims, whatever denomination, whatever faith there is, as long as they have a passion for homeless children. Uh, the families stay in the church. They go into the church probably around 5 o'clock in the evening, and they leave at 7 o'clock in the next morning. And they go from Sunday to Sunday to, to different churches. I've actually participated in volunteering uh, a few years back where the church I attend takes them in. And it's a very, very unique setup. And it, it's really incredible how y'all have orchestrated all of that with the churches and they actually live in the church and the churches shift around things. But what I was, what I have been seeing is even within our church, they didn't really have to shift a whole lot. It's just some rooms. You guys have furniture, I believe, uh, that you've got your big truck, you haul every week, you pack them up, move them. Is that we, we move their beds each okay. week, so their beds go from church to church, and we have volunteers. We have two box trucks, uh, so volunteers do that. But when the families come to the church, the, the church prepares them dinner. Then they have fa- families and individuals do fellowship with them in the evening. Some of them do mentoring. Some of them do tutoring. And then a family or a couple will spend the night, and then they pr- uh, provide breakfast in the morning. So really, the congregation is, is, is as blessed as the families are to have the congregation serve them. Okay, so one more question for you, and then we need to move on to uh, Sam with Fur Kids. But, well, actually, two questions. How do individuals get involved? They can go to our website, www.familypromisegwinnett.org, or they can call us at 678 678- Three seven six eight nine five zero for information. Well, you answered my next question. So awesome! No, Sorry. you're good. You're good. So, but I know y'all need a lot of people to volunteer, even in your office area, and just furniture, belongings, people, and that donate uh, items. If you don't really know where to go, they can contact Family Promise and donate furniture. Cause as these individuals are graduating from your program, they need furniture, food, clothing, toys for their kids, books to read. It, is there anything else that you want to add and let our, those are the things that we need are particularly furniture, but uh, most of we can, we can have all the money in the world, but if we don't have volunteers, we can't serve the families. Absolutely. So that's the one thing we need is for folks who have a passion for helping, passion for helping homeless children, uh, just to get out of the house, just to be involved, uh, to serve their God, I guess. Uh, that's the way, uh, a way to do it. That's that's just absolutely wonderful. I, I greatly appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, sharing what all you guys do at Family Promise. Thank well, th- you. Thank you for having me. And tell Marcy I said hello. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so again, guys, we want to thank Bruno with Minuteman Press of Duluth. Please reach out to them, and if you have any uh, promoting needs, they will be glad to assist you in any way. So our next guest that we have is Samantha Shelton with Fur Kids Animal Rescue and Shelters. So um, I think you've been a longtime friend of Bruno's. Well, you would think so. Uh, he's, uh, he's a wonderful guy. Thank you, Bruno, for this opportunity. And thanks for having me here today, Lynn. 
it's it, I'm just glad you could make it. So, well, tell me, what all do you guys do at Fur Kids? Just so uh, Fur Kids, we are Georgia's largest no-kill animal shelter, and on a daily basis, we are taking care of about 1,100 homeless cats and dogs. Uh, there's a, a very large pet overpopulation problem that exists in Georgia. And uh, about 14 years ago, I looked out my back window and saw a mother cat and kittens coming into the backyard. And that was my first exposure. And uh, that moment, I went out to uh, my local PetSmart and I bought some food. And while I was in there, um, I saw a little adoption center that, that had signs saying these cats are homeless. And I thought, well, I need to get in touch with those folks and see if they'll help me with this family. So I contacted them and I quickly learned all about the world of, uh, of homeless animals and the animal welfare situation uh, in Georgia. And four months later, um, started Fur Kids. And that was uh, 14 years ago. And uh, since then, we have placed over 20,000 uh, animals in our state. We operate a beautiful uh, cage-free shelter for cats in, uh, in Gwinnett County. We have uh, over 300 cats uh, in this facility, and it's like a uh, daycare center for mm -hmm. cats. And um, when our dog shelter is in uh, Alpharetta, and then we operate 13 full-time adoption centers throughout uh, PetSmarts and Petco's uh, throughout Metro Atlanta. And so uh, last year we did uh, 3,000 adoptions. We served over 4,000 animals. And um, that number includes uh, pets from the community that we uh, fixed at our shelter. We have a surgery suite and veterinarians that work with us on site. And we help, we fix all the animals in our program, and we also help the community uh, if they're not able to afford to get their pet fixed. And um, we, we, we love what we do. There's no greater joy than, than placing a pet in, in a loving home where, uh, you know, a family can enjoy that, that wonderful bond that we have with, with our pets. It really is, it's a healing bond. And that's what we really promote at Fur Kids. And we, we welcome, uh, you know, children of all ages to volunteer. We have over a thousand active volunteers in our program. We could not do it without them. We've got an amazing uh, staff that helps us get these animals healthy and um, well and on their way to adoption. And it takes takes a lot of people to pull that off. And uh, we're, we're proud of our volunteers. Um, most of our animals come to us from animal controls throughout the state. We actually go, um, we go locally here to Gwinnett. We pull a lot of, uh, a lot of pets from Gwinnett. We're taking two this morning that have injuries. And uh, we tend to uh, take some of those that the other organizations may not be able to help. Um, and so we, we are pulling them in this morning from Gwinnett County Animal Control. And then we, we go out, of course, to other uh, surrounding counties and we'll go to those areas that are uh, very remote um, where the kill rate is very high in those shelters, sometimes as high as 90 plus percent. Those animals don't have a have a chance of getting out um, alive. So we really, we really try to, to educate the community on the port importance of spaying and neutering. There's some wonderful organizations that offer low cost um, spay neuter. There's um, Planned Pethood here uh, in, in Gwinnett and several others throughout the state. So there really is no reason for people not to get their pets fixed. That's just really important to help keep the, the, uh, the animals from dying in the shelters. So 
Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and uh, plus just understanding and y'all have taken care of so many animals in 4,000 this year. Last year last we year, served. Last year. Mm-hmm. That is just astronomical to me, you know, for homeless animals. You know, it that's, you guys do such an incredible job. Uh, so you did tell us where they came from. So what does... Uh, where does your support come from? So we are um, just, we survive on donations. So mm-hmm. uh, just donations from the community. We have a couple of big fundraisers that we do each year. Uh, we also have three thrift stores and uh, we're, we're very excited. Two of them are in Gwinnett County. Where about are they located? Uh, so uh, one is in uh, Peachtree Corners, okay. right on uh, Holcomb Bridge Road um, at Spalding Drive. It's, uh, started out as a yard sale. In my yard, it was our first fundraiser, and we raised $350 that day. We thought, oh, we're doing great. (laughs) (laughs) And it's grown to be an amazing, uh, uh, amazing store. The other one is uh, on Scenic Highway um, in Lawrenceville. And then we have a third one that is in um, in Marietta. And uh, I just want to say that I really appreciate what Chuck is doing and his his, uh, organization. And I'm already thinking maybe there's a way that we can help um, provide some supplies that, that you may need from time to time. We would like to partner with you in that in that way. Um, just wanted to mention that. But the thrift stores are great. That's a wonderful source of revenue for our organization. And uh, we really appreciate, uh, you know, that not everyone can make a cash gift, but we all have items in our homes that we can purge purging is is healthy <laughs> and um and then uh we we turn uh you, those items around and and sell them and find them new homes so that we can fund um our adoption uh programs that we're doing uh for kids so it's a very important source of revenue so uh come out and shop with us or consider us uh, as a donation source for your items well absolutely i'm sitting here thinking about things uh right now because i live in lawrenceville where in lawrenceville because i know where there's several thrift stores so scenic highway it's a strip shopping center and there are other stores um in the shopping center it used to be the saint vincent de paul um yes i know where it is it used to uh right there by kyle proctor ac kyle proctor it used to be davis interior decorators but that is now uh quinn house thrift store so you're yeah there's right several there. there and there's like a, a thrift goodwill. store row yeah th- it mm-hmm. is it's good it's right there in the same shopping center yes. with goodwill okay yeah. i gotcha <laughs> i know where you are now so awesome and and chuck we'll we'll talk a little bit later because i uh actually do have some furniture that we're storing right now at our homes for disabled adults that uh, we would love to get rid of. Well, we've, so, we've received furniture from you before. Yes, yes. I tell them to take them over there to you at times. Right. So when we start getting a surplus. so You know, there's a lot, there's just a lot more options for people when they're donating uh, things from their homes and uh, really encourage folks to, to take a look around at the, at the other organizations that they can give to. Absolutely, I do too. And and what a good day! I mean, we're you're, we're all collaborating, going, oh, we can you know work together. But yes, uh, okay. So again, you've touched on some of the volunteers of people fostering. What are some other means of oppor- volunteer opportunities? 
Right. So you mentioned um, fostering, and that is a, a really wonderful service uh, that, that anyone can provide our organization because some of the animals that we have coming in are kittens or puppies. They really need to be properly socialized in people's homes, and we want to keep them out of the shelter environment. So we're always looking for fosters. Um, we, we'd love to have some help. People come out to uh, walk our dogs. Um, that is a wonderful service to get them out and uh, being handled and um, adoption uh, team members. We're always looking for help for people that can interview folks that are looking to adopt. And, um, you know, it takes a lot of people to care for the animals in our program. So we're always looking for people to come and visit our shelters. Um, for children, we, you know, we have wonderful opportunities for them to serve. I think it's really important to get children uh, involved uh, in, in giving back to their communities at a young age. And so we, we have a reading program where kids can come beat the summer heat come and sit in a room at the cat shelter and grab a book and uh, so they can keep up with their summer reading before they go back to school and that benefits them and uh, our animals at the shelter. Um, cleaning, you know, there's a lot of work to be done. We're always looking for help um, taking care of the cats in the shelter. Um, we also need, you know, medical help. If people have uh, experience with, uh, you know, in the veterinarian field and they're looking to uh, to volunteer, we have several um, cats that need daily medicine, and that helps when we have people with that experience. So there's just a lot of ways to get involved, and we encourage people to go to our website at furkids.org. It's F-U-R-K-I-D-S dot O-R-G, and uh, read about the different opportunities. Um, we're focusing right now on trying to get our dogs out to more events, and we have several vans, and we would love for people to come and help us uh, talk about the dogs at, at events so that you know people that are interested in, in, uh, in adopting um, you know, the, the dogs and cats don't have a voice. We are their voice. And so we, we have to speak up and we, we're always looking for people to help us speak for our animals. So do you guys also need like animal supplies that I, uh, I used to have four dogs and, you know, <laughs> some of them have all but one have passed away. So I've got a surplus of stuff items. So, yes. uh, I mean, yeah. I'm just asking. We always try to be um, good stewards of every gift that we're given. And people will tell you, I maximize everything <laughs> that we're given. <laughs> so if we, if you give us something that we cannot use directly immediately for the animals in our care, uh, then it goes to our thrift store where we can sell it uh, for someone that is looking for that item. But yes, we use um, uh, our main supplies that we use at the shelter really are things that people buy every day at the grocery store. So we encourage you know, if you're at the grocery store, pick us up, you know, a box of uh, trash bags or paper towels or mm -hmm. uh, wipes that we can use. We go through a lot of those things. Oh, um, I can relate mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yes, we do keep things clean yeah. with animals around, especially. So it's a lot um, of cleaning up to do. Absolutely. Well, tell me. What upcoming events do you have? Yes, thank you for asking, because this is a very big weekend for us this weekend. It is the Petco National Adoption Weekend, and uh, it's a very big deal for us. We're looking to place over 100 cats and dogs in homes this weekend. We've got some fantastic 
uh, animals that are ready and waiting to go home. We've got over 200 kittens that are fully vetted and ready to be adopted. And we have lowered our adoption fee. Oh, I see Holly. <laughs> Holly, Holly, we've got one for you. <laughs> um, Probably got more than one. <laughs> we uh, reduced our adoption fee to $50 for a fully vetted kitten. And uh, an adult cat considered, you know, a year or older is $9. And uh, we just, we have some beautiful, wonderful uh, cats and dogs too. And we're going to be at 13 different locations throughout the weekend. So visit our website again, it's furkids.org and take a look now at some of the pets that we have available and read their stories and see their pictures and fall in love and apply and come on out and adopt. And uh, uh, we're grateful to Petco for this support. We are one of their top partners in the country. And uh, last October, we adopted out 151 cats and dogs in one weekend. Mm. And uh, it was just a fantastic weekend. We hope to reproduce that this weekend so we can go out and save some more on Monday. We've got a lot of animal controls. Uh, Gwinnett just did a hoarding case and worked on a hoarding case. We want to go over there and help them. So let's adopt some some pets this weekend so we can go save some more. Absolutely. Well, I shop at the Petco in Snell on Scenic All Highway. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you there? No, we're not at that one. But... Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. That doesn't mean Somebody I won't go. Be. What about the one on Pleasant Hill? Uh, we are not at that one either. <laughs> oh, okay. So come on out to uh, Holcomb Bridge or Mall of Georgia, okay. uh, Alpharetta. Right. Sandy Springs and Buckhead will be at all of those. I just might have to take a trip to Mala, Georgia this weekend. Yeah, we I'll see what I can do. Holly, you going to join me? I think I will. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that coming. Again, um, guys, if you want to find out more about Fur Kids, um, go to www.furkids.org. And with Family Promise, go to www.familypromisegwinnett.org. So, again, thank you, Sam, so much. And good luck this weekend. And uh, I'm going to definitely be in touch. Now, let's talk to Miss Holly with the Gwinnett Ballet Theater. Tell me more about your organization and what all you guys do. Well, we are getting ready right now for a very exciting season in 2016-2017. Of course, you think of a ballet company and you think performances and little children getting uh, classes and being in recitals, and we do the Nutcracker, but we are a lot more than that, too. Uh, We have a very large outreach uh, campaign. We do numerous things for others in our community. And But on top of that, we also have beautiful performances. We will have a fall production that is a big secret. It's a big reveal that will happen. I believe after this week, we can announce something really exciting for uh, September 29th and October 30th. We have the second largest nutcracker in the state of Georgia. And that's 16 performances from December 2nd through the 18th. And then in the spring... We have um, the last weekend in March, we will be doing the beautiful classical ballet Giselle. So those are our major productions. On top of that, we have outreach to many different groups. Um, We are about to launch a very exciting program for special types of movement classes for different uh, people with special needs. And we are calling it our Adaptive Dance Program. 
I heard about yes. that <laughs> last week. I saw Amy and Jennifer. Yes. Yes. So they were telling me and and of course Jennifer was excited and she says, Liam, we need to talk. And then I saw Amy. She says, Liam, we need to talk because of my connection with uh, several different organizations yes. and just some thoughts. So uh, great opportunities. I cannot tell you how excited I am that y'all are reaching out to the uh, special needs community. That's that's awesome because they love to dance. Of course they do. Everyone needs to dance. That. Mm -hmm is not only good for your body, but for your heart and your soul and your mind, too. It all really started, actually, with uh, our special sensory-friendly per uh, performances that we started giving about three years ago with Nutcracker. We had a mother, um, Jennifer Manton, a lovely lady who worked for the Hirsch Institute, and she has a son with autism. And she was talking about, could we do a special... Because these children and a lot of these um, audiences can't go to a regular performance because they can't sit still or they like to engage, you know, verbally. Mm -hmm. uh, they're afraid of being in the dark. Uh, there are a lot of things that they that, that prevent them from enjoying uh, a, a live performance. So we said, yes, let's do a sensory-friendly nutcracker. And, mm -hmm. and we did. And it was a huge success. Oh, that's wonderful. Because, yeah, the, even the volumes of the music yes. and the but um, you know, like that. That's and, one of the things we do. We uh, right. we we keep the lights up a little bit. Mm -hmm. We um have the sound as sort of a continuous monotone almost. There, there's not big you know highs big and lows. Booms, yeah. Uh, we allow them to get up, and move around. They can you know shout or exclaim or whatever. They don't like applause, and this was something that I learned that really. This is really neat. Um, we don't do applause because that can startle some people. Yes. So what we have are happy hands. Mm -hmm. And instead of clapping, you put your hands up in the air and you wiggle your fingers. Now, we had to really educate our dancers about this mm -hmm. because they were like, nobody applauded. And we're like, yeah, they did. You just have to look for the fingers out there. The lights are up. You can see them. You know? And that's what the deaf do. Yes. That's happy hands. You, yes. That's... Uh, Awesome. Great. So, I'm so excited. Yeah, it, that yes. was great. We will be doing that. And in fact, the, the Nutcracker sensory friendly shows were so uh, accepted and, and everybody was so happy that we were doing this that we have now dedicated a sensory friendly show for every production. And we're hoping to do that again this year. From that, all of a sudden, these other groups started coming to us and saying, what can we do? And we just had High Hope come through. Right. The other day. And we had a wonderful time with our friends at High Hope. And out of that, we are now going to be starting our adaptive program. I believe, I'm hoping, maybe within the month. That's wonderful. Creative uh, Enterprises is another one. Oh, I know very well. Carl yes, is yes. on our board, and he is uh, definitely a very dear friend, and we will definitely be working with him. Oh, I love Carl. I, I know. Isn't he oh, the best? Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Carl That's Heisman, I want to yes. give him total um say his full name <laughs> yes yes he's wonderful tell and you told us about the autistic and i just like i'm i'm still stuck on that that's awesome um how can a company get involved with your programs um uh, give me a call <laughs> we, will find a, <laughs> we will find a way uh, of course we are like every other nonprofit. we we need funding and we do have a school and we do have many programs within that school that need funding also. But just to put something on 
the stage requires money. For companies that would like to sponsor us, there are many different levels. And we like to give back absolutely as much as we can for these uh, wonderful sponsors. And we give tickets. We let them have um, an opportunity to have one of their representatives play Mother Ginger in the Act Two of the Nutcracker. And this is one of the, the, the most fun things that, that has come out of um, working with sponsors. They have at least one person in every corporation, and Carl has done this, is to get up on stage and be dressed up as Mother Ginger in the second act. And you would be surprised how many great performers there are lurking inside of corporate executives. <laughs> yes. Um, and it, it's like a who's who of Gwinnett County, the, our, our list of Mother Gingers. We give tickets. We give ads in our special souvenir program at, at Nutcracker. Beyond that, we also need, we, we are really desperate right now for a good copier. If anybody has a copier out there, let us know, please, um, That if they have yes. one to spare. We have a kitchen in our beautiful 22,000-square-foot studios. We need some uh, kitchen equipment. Um, we definitely need some furniture also. We opened our new studios in 2012, and we're still working on them. <laughs> They're a labor of love. But there are a number of items that we do need. We need new computers. We need, uh, in our studios themselves, we do have pianos. We have had pianos given to us, but we need piano tuning. Oh, wow. Okay. We need pest control. I got one. Okay, good. We'll talk. Yes. Yes. Um, we need, uh, when, when the children are in class, or they're not, most of them are, or a lot of them are teenagers, and we show them um, choreography on TV screens, uh, TV sets in the studio so that they can copy. We need, we need audio equipment, audio and, and video equipment. So if anybody out there has some, we will be able to work with you and see what you might like in return. I've got some thoughts on the audio equipment, too. You just keep talking. Oh, better. <laughs> that's wonderful. I've got Thank a, you. a friend of mine that's uh, very high tech with audio equipment. So hey, I'm your girl. Work something out. So. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. For maybe a little bit older equipment that his company no longer uses. It's still as works. long as it works. Hey, you it, bet. You know, if you're couple years outdated oh it's okay. more than that <laughs> so. <laughs> so but anyway well wonderful okay so holly people want to get in touch with you or they want to find out how they can get involved where do they need to go how do they need to go about doing that well there are a number of ways our direct phone number is 770-237-0046 real good way is to email our animal loving <laughs> Uh, beautiful uh, school administrator, Whitney Snugs, and she can be reached at gbt78 at bellsouth.net. We are also on Facebook. You can reach us through Facebook. Um, our website, of course, is uh, gwinnettballet.org. We're on Instagram and we're on uh, Twitter. So any of those methods, and and if you want my fun, my email, I will give you my email. I'm delighted to hear from anyone, and that is h c a l m e s at mindspring.com. Wonderful, guys! Thank you so much. This has been a great show today. We've had a variety, a lot of collaboration, which is what uh, this show is all about. Uh, letting our Listeners, hear what you guys do, how they can help and give back to the community. And uh, thank you again for coming. And thank you, Bruno, with 
Minuteman Press of Duluth for being our sponsor. And everyone have a great weekend. And thank you from giving back to Gwinnett. Mm-hmm.